Welcome back to another episode of Everything Executive Coaching. This is Kim Addis. Let's get started. So Kim, this is our last episode for this mini-series, and we're going to be talking about this question of, does everyone need a coach? What are your initial thoughts on that? I think everyone needs a coach at a point in in their lives. How about that? (laughs) I think everyone would benefit from a coach at a certain moment in their lives. Do they need a coach all the time? Not all the time. Would they benefit from a coach at a point in their lives? Yes. Would they benefit from a coach at multiple points in their lives? I would say yes. You know, as humans, we bump into moments just because that's the way life unfolds where things get challenging. Things might get blurry. Things might get dark. Things might get unclear. You might be trying to reach a goal and it's hard to get there. You might be trying all kinds of strategies because you're smart, but still you're not succeeding. And so you might need a partner on your journey. You might need someone who can help you see more clearly. You might need someone who can help you understand how you might be getting in the way of your own success. You might need help from someone who can help you understand the role you're playing in your success, but also in your failures. And so I do think that we all need a coach at a point in time in life. And I think that Sometimes we need different coaches, right? So I think it's a good idea to live a life where we tune in to these kinds of services at various stages in our lives and we tap on the right person at the right time. I think about how important it is that we find, gosh, at least just one person that's our person when we're going through struggle. And how the unfortunate thing about life is that we don't get like a timeline ahead of time, like starting around October 2024, things are going to get a little nuts and you're going to want to have resourced yourself and found someone good to talk to. So typically- That's called a horoscope. Right. Typically (laughs) people are finding coaches, therapists, whatever, from a sense of crisis, right? And I wish it wasn't that case because- I would imagine how great it would be if if someone is just in a state of curiosity, not crisis, and they find a coach and they do 10 weeks. And then let's say a year and a half later, you know, a parent gets sick or their marriage falters to be able to go right back and be like, hey, Kim, can we pick up again for like four sessions? Now that happens all the time. Well, I would imagine all the time. You already know me. We have a history. The trust is there. We can literally just pick right back up again. How valuable is that in your experience? It's incredible. You know what? It happens for me all the time. I get clients who are doing that all the time. And it it is amazing because I do have the background. I do have their personality. I don't have to tiptoe around. I don't need to like, you know, get to know them. Mm -hmm. I had a call like that yesterday. I had, I had someone reach out to me and say, I have this problem. Can you help me? And, you know, it doesn't even have to be a long extended, you know, conversation. It could be a 30 minute call with someone where they're like, well, here's the problem. And it's easy for me to because the relationship is in place yeah, and they already trust me. There's already that trusting relationship. It's easy for me to say, hold on a second. Here's a blind spot that you're not paying attention to. Mm-hmm. And all he has to say is, oh yeah, I see it now. Oh yeah. Oh, got it. Yes. And, and that's it. Right. And so the foundation of coaching, right. When I lay down the foundation with someone, 
That's a lifetime foundation that mm. never goes away. It really never goes away. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's this person that's in your corner now for life, no matter yep. what comes your way. And when it doesn't even have to be a crisis comes up. It, you could just sort of bump up against like, hmm, I'm experiencing the need to go through another growth spurt. You know, maybe it's not even forced upon me. I'm actually yep. the thruster for it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It is great when you can talk to someone who knows you. Yeah, so great. You know, and that's that's the key. When you find the right coach for yourself who takes the time to know you. And I mean, I've said this before, but I'll say it again. I think it's really important for a great coach to have multiple data points. I don't think conversation is enough, right? So how do I really get to know someone? I get to hear their stories day in and day out. That's how I get to know someone. Mm -hmm. When you have a best friend, right? You talk to them every single day. They know your stories day in and day out, even the insignificant, unimportant stories. And that's the level of relationship you need with a coach so that that coach can see quickly where you're getting stuck. Mm. Yeah, gosh, I just can't even imagine how much value it would have and just being able to pick right back up with somebody. One thing that I'm getting really curious about, and I don't know how you would ever be able to measure this, but in your experience, even if your own personal experience, what is the cost of not having a coach? I think the cost of not having a coach is that you spin, you spin a lot longer, you stay in the same place longer, you have greater frustration, you have greater friction with others, you do feel isolated longer, you're not taking care of yourself very well. You know, you're maybe not sleeping so well, you're not eating so well, you're just, you're not taking care of things and you're not making progress. Mm. You're in the same spot a lot longer than you need to be. Mm. I think that's a high cost. Yeah. Yeah. We're familiar with our patterns, right? Like we know, like I've been here before. I've been here many times or even just that realization, like I can't believe I'm still dealing with this same problem, like whether it's a problem I perceive to have with other people, or maybe we have the self-awareness to know I still do that thing. I'm so frustrated by that. Do you find that, that people sort of just hit this tipping point of like, I can't spend another day like this or dealing with this or being frustrated by this? Do you have sort of people just running to you and just sort of exhaustive, like just defeatist? Like, I just, I have to make this change. I mean, sometimes that's the case. Mm. Sometimes I think that what happens is when they hear what we do and how we do it, they say, oh, there's this problem Mm. that I've been sitting on for so long. And I haven't seen, I haven't experienced, I haven't heard about a person or a solution that I feel who could help me with that. And I think you could. Mm. And that's what really happens a lot of the time, right? Like, People sit in their problems and they get used to those problems, right? They make friends with their problems in a way, Mm. right? And it's like they live in this habitual state where they wrap their arms around their problems. They almost make their problems their identity. And then someone shows up and says, hey, you know, you don't have to live like that. And then they hear what you have to say. And then they think to themselves, I think you could really help me. I think that's what happens more often than not. So circling back to our very first conversation where we talked about why coaching matters, I wanted to have you kind of reiterate 
Like what should people be expecting to get from coaching? Like if people were to work with you, what can they count on you for? Like what sort of result can they count on getting? Yeah. So, I mean, what can they count on me or my team for? They can count on us being there consistently. We show up. And what does we show up mean? It means we show up on our calls, but we show up every single day in your journal. So when somebody hires a frame of mind coach, they engage, they get involved in a relationship that is unlike any other relationship, where we are there every day, where we are honest, we are curious, we are capable, skilled, seasoned. We are able to very quickly see those patterns that we're talking about, where we're able to understand how a person operates and how sometimes the way they operate leads them towards what they want. And sometimes how they operate keeps them away from what they want. You know, what can they count on? They can count on trust, honesty, consistency, and insight. We move fast. We're fun people. Mm -hmm. A coaching experience with Frame of Mind Coaching is not boring. You look forward to your calls with your coach. It's a fun experience. And every single time you have a call with your coach, you learn something new. It's like light bulbs are going off. Mm -hmm. And the most important thing is, and I think this is, is really crucial, you know, you might work with someone for a period of time and after you work with them, it's finished. It's gone. You forget what you learn. It's in a frame of mind coaching experience, not only transformational, it becomes deeply entrenched. It's transformational. You never forget what you learn because we're not teaching you to do things differently. What we're doing is, is we're completely overhauling the way you look at the world, your beliefs, your fundamental beliefs. And when you, your beliefs change, you permanently change. And that's what you can count on us for. Mm. This all begins with a coaching kind of complimentary call, right? Where, where someone gets a chance to get to know either you or one of your coaches. Can you kind of take us through what that looks like? What happens during those calls? Yeah. I mean, usually someone reaches out and says, yeah, you know, I, I'm struggling with something. I, you know, I'm not happy in my job or I want to grow my team or I'm having a problem with my daughter or I am ready to start my own business, but I'm afraid to take the leap, whatever, whatever it is. And they reach out and we have a call. And yes, they certainly get an opportunity to know us, but the goal of this call is to deliver value. The goal of this call is to really understand the source of their problems. You can't solve a problem in one coaching session, but once you start to understand the nature of the problem, the scope of the problem, and the source of the problem, already you have greater clarity. So the purpose of these complementary coaching calls is to start the coaching process, mm. right? So they're like, oh, for the first time, I'm able to understand some of the stuff I'm grappling with. And from that vantage point, yeah, they get a flavor for frame of mind coaching. They understand where we're coming from, how we do things, why we do things the way we do. We introduce them to our model. And then if they want to move forward at that point, then they say, yes, I want to coach. And I introduce them to their coach. And then they have an orientation call with their coach. But usually that complimentary coaching call is an exploration call. It's an exploratory call. My goal is to learn about them and understand what is it that's causing you that internal friction, that pain that you're experiencing. 
What is it? Where is it coming from? Yeah, so there's a link to where to set up a complimentary coaching call in the show notes. And when you go to frameofmindcoaching.com, there's a link there as well. But I think it's, I just want to underscore the importance of what you said there is that the goal of that initial call, that sort of fact finding call, exploratory call, chemistry call, however you want to frame it, is to come with something to get coached on, to actually go and have the experience of coaching. The reason why I kind of like want to highlight that is that I know that there's some personalities out there, mine included, that would feel uncomfortable about that. You know, like, oh, wow, you're just going to give me something for free. Like, but what if I, what if I choose not to do it at the end? Like there's this sort of law of reciprocity that that's at play that might make people uncomfortable. And I wonder if you would speak to that a little bit about how Nope, that's not actually the case. It's really meant to be a coaching a, a coaching experience. Yeah, it's meant to be a coaching experience. And I'll tell you something else. Like for me, I cannot tell you how many people have had this coaching experience with me and have come back two or three years later and say, now I'm ready to go. Mm. Or they've had this coaching experience with me and they come back and they say, I will never forget what you said. It you know, change the course of my life. Mm-hmm. Or they say, I had this coaching experience. I wasn't prepared to do coaching, but here's a referral for you. Right. So, you know, why do we do these? Because the more that we can touch people, sure, our companies grow at the end of the day, but the more that we can touch people, the more we're living our mission. Mm. Right. And that's the goal. When we're in our sweet spot, when we are impacting people's lives, when we are you know, helping them see differently and grow, we're doing what we're here to do. Mm. So let's just do that. Mm. So why do you do what you do? What made you become a coach? What makes you love? I can't help it. I can't (laughs) help it. It's in my DNA. And Kristen, you know me, like, you know me on a personal level. Like, I can't help it. You come to me with a problem immediately. And I know, like, I have this implicit permission Mm. to offer you some coaching based on our relationship. But implicitly, I go there. I go there and I say, hey, Kristen, you're not seeing yourself in the way you need to see yourself. And you're hurting yourself. Stop doing that. Mm. Right. And I just go there. It's a natural thing. It's like, you know, when you tap on somebody's knee and their knee jumps up, Mm. that's what it is. Mm. Can't help it. Yeah. Well, and I can say we've known each other for a very long time. And even before you officially became a coach and started to call, like said, I self-identify as a coach, right? And you had that about you then, this knowingness, this perception, this sort of, this spidey sense of people of picking up what they maybe cannot see and that no one else could possibly see, the patterns, the tendencies, the wirings, the stuff that that becomes part of our automation and our sleepwalking that you can go, hey, did you notice that you do this thing? And it, it is, it is part of your DNA. It's It's your superpower for sure. Yeah. And you know what? If I... If I retired tomorrow, I'd still be coaching people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's just what I do. It's the way it goes. Well, I'm so glad we did this, spent these eight episodes together to just give you this platform, this opportunity to share your methodology, your philosophy, your experiences about coaching. How has this been for you? It's been amazing. I love spending time with you. So it's been great. I love talking with you philosophically and otherwise, but I love the topic of coaching. So if I get a chance to discuss coaching with you or 
if anybody is interested in hearing what I have to say about coaching, I'm happy, always happy to share my thoughts on that subject. Mm, I love it. All right. Well, this is great. I'll miss you. It's been so great spending this time with you. Thanks, Kristen. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Everything Executive Coaching. For any resources or tools we spoke about in this episode, remember you can head to frameofmindcoaching.com forward slash resources, or you can click on the links in the episode show notes. Thanks for being here.